What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the RC Element Podcast. My name is Todd, and I run a YouTube channel called the RC Element. Also, have another YouTube channel called the RC Element Heli Edition with all helicopter videos. Uh, on this episode, we're going to try something new, something I've been wanting to do, have some guests on, and my first guest is, uh, his name is Ethan Kirkpatrick. Uh, he runs a YouTube channel called uh, Kentucky RC. Super cool guy, super down to earth. Of course, he's an RC fanatic. Um, got to know Ethan just through social media, just talking and things like that, uh, through you know comments and just talking on uh, Instagram and whatnot. But um, the new series um, I wanted do is called 10 questions with an RC fanatic so what I'll do is I'll ask them 10 questions and uh, he'll give me his answers so without further ado Ethan Kirkpatrick all right Ethan so the first question I had for you was how did you get into the RC hobby RC started for me when I was young um, I was I couldn't even t really tell you how old exactly, but I was a uh, I was little, you know, I was a little boy. Um, I've always had RCs growing up. Uh, you know, I'm talking from the time I was barely old enough to even operate or any form of remote control. Um, I had some form of RC. Um, I'm trying to think of what my first RC was. And of course, back in the day, I had you know all the old Tyco ones. Um, I had what are some other? I started with an N. I can't think of what their names were. Nikon or something like that. Maybe I think it was one. Nike. I think it something. I can't remember exactly. Um, but I had you know they're just basically just some Walmart you know RCs you could get at Walmart and stuff like that. Um, and you know of course, like I said, I always was into those. And then I never will forget. I was uh, on the computer one day, you know, just searching online, and I came across um, a Traxxas uh, ad, and I was like, you know, what is this? So I remember I got on there and started researching it, and at the time of that, I was probably about 12 years old. So, you know, I was old enough to start, you know, learning and about what are, you know, about bigger and better RCs and things like that. So I, I was, uh, you know, just on the computer investigating. <clears throat> and I, like I said, I stumbled across the Traxxas uh, website. And that's where I found the Traxxas Emax. Um, and this is back in the day. This is before they, this was like the original uh, black chassis Emax uh, with the twin Titan motors, which I think they still have the Titans out in it now, I think. But uh, they have the brushless, you know, version also. But this was before any of the brushless stuff. I mean, they still had Tamiya connectors and all that stuff. But anyways, um, that was that was what I saw, and I, I just couldn't believe it. You know, I've read it, and I think it said at the time like 30 mile per hour. I think it might have been 35. I think it was only 30 mile an hour, though, uh, on the box or whatever. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, you know, 30 mile an hour. Like, I couldn't believe that. And... Um, I was like, this is insane. It has two motors. It takes two batteries, like four wheel drive. I just, I thought it was like amazing. Well, then I got to doing research and I came across, I think tower hobbies, you know, figured out how much this thing costs. And I'm like, 
my parents are going to think I'm, you know, mom's just going to think I'm a idiot. Like she's going to be like, are you crazy? You know, you want to basically, uh, I can't remember the exact price of it, but I mean, you know, I was, I still would, I was going to have to have everything, you know, charger, batteries, uh, the truck, uh, all of the stuff. And, you know, you'd probably be pushing even then over $500, I would say, you know, for at least. Um, so I knew she was going to be like, you're nuts. I remember asking her for that for Christmas and I'm, you know, she's like, I don't know. You better just start saving your money, you know, and all this. And of course I'm only 12 years old. I'm just like, I'm never getting this. And, uh, turns out, uh, she ended up getting it for me for Christmas and, uh, make a long story short, I could go on forever, but, uh, I got that truck and that Emacs, uh, was pretty much my that was my first hobby grade rc uh i think that was back in 2001 or 2002 uh so pretty pretty long time ago but uh yeah that's pretty much what got me into the hobby grade rcs hey that was a cool very cool uh, story cool background i like i like that that was neat uh the second question i had for you was what areas of the RC hobby are you into? Like cars, boats, airplanes, car- crawlers, you know, whatever. I like it all, man. Like, uh, I have a lot of cars. I think I have a, uh, which, you know, I say a lot uh, to some people. It's uh, not even a quarter of their collection. But to me, I think I have roughly, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. I think I have about almost 10, I think. Uh, 10 vehicles, um, and then I've got a few couple, a few drones and then one plane. Uh, I don't have any boats, uh, and I don't have any crawlers. Well, I've got the tracks of Summit. I mean, I guess you could kind of classify that as a crawler, but not really. I mean, you know, I, I would like to have me like a TRX-4 or, or something like that uh, at some point. That new um, Bronco they got out is freaking amazing. I'd love to have that, but... Uh, you know, the funds, it takes a lot of funds. So, uh, yeah, I, you're always looking, I'm always, or I am anyway, I'm always looking at what's coming out new. And then I think to myself, I uh, look at my RCs on the shelf and I'm like, well, this one needs this. And before you know it, you know, you have a whole, uh, cart full of money, you know, all kinds of money. And you're like, how do I need $500 worth of parts when that really didn't seem like anything that happens to me all the time. But anyway, let's move on nice yeah i agree with you man the more rc the better Uh, i love it all myself i just can't get enough next question is kind of a tough one if you could only have one rc if you could only own one rc what would it be man that is a hard question um that is a really hard question um put me on the spot too i'm kind of let's see here that is rough. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one. There's so many, um, so many that I would like to have. Um, but I guess uh, if I could only have one RC, I guess if I could only have one, one all around RC. I mean, I have the Creighton. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's one of my cars and that thing, if I could say it, if I had to pick one RC that was going to be reliable, that I could do anything with, that's the car. Um, 
that that truggy is awesome. Uh, you, it's fast. It's four wheel drive. It'll go about anywhere. Uh, it ju- you can jump it as high as the power lines and drive it home. I mean, it's it's awesome. You know, you can't uh, you cannot uh, say anything bad about that truck. So that's what I would probably pick. You know, even though it's not, not I'm a big fan of nitro, so uh, it's kind of tough. But uh, you know, as far as reliability. Having a car to drive and have fun with it, I would definitely choose the Creighton. Uh, good choice. Good choice for sure on that one, buddy. Uh, next question. What has been your best RC experience? Let me think about that one. My best RC experience. Honestly, uh, this is kind of a tough question also. But I'm going to go ahead and say my best, exp- and this may be, you know, some people may think, oh, that's piddly or whatever. But honestly, my best experience was here recently. I um, purchased a TLR 4.0 Truggy kit, um, and I built that thing from the ground up. It took me a long time. It took me several months to do. I mean, I built the kit itself, like the chassis and, you know, put everything together. Um, as far as what the kit came in the box, I put all that together within like two days, of you know, coming home from work and doing it. Um, but as far as like buying all the, you know, the engine, the wheels and tires, painting the body, uh, you know, just every, the servos, um, you know, putting the radio in it, you know, everything that took me several months just because of the cost. You know, I'm not, uh, made of money so I you know it and I wanted everything to be done right I didn't want to like cheap out on anything so that uh that to me was a good experience because I got to build that and I've always wanted to build a kit a kit and uh, that was really my first true kit I think I built an old Kyosho buggy back in the day and it, I'm talking it was old it was I don't even know it wasn't nothing fancy I can assure you that it was like belt driven I don't even know what it was called it was a Kyosho buggy but it wasn't in near as in depth as the kits are now, you know, and this thing building this truggy here, it, it just, it taught me a lot, uh, made me more confident. It, uh, it was awesome. You know, I got to learn the inner workings of everything. Uh, and you know, if something wasn't working right, it was because of me, it was because I didn't do it, but I did pretty good. I got everything in there. Uh, did a lot of troubleshooting, uh, when things weren't looking right. Cause some of the instructions in the kit, aren't super clear so you had to kind of wing it and you know do your do your best but uh as far as i got everything together and you know picked and choose what i wanted to, you know in it and what my settings were going to be and everything uh came together awesome and uh that was just a good experience i recommend you know if anybody's in the hobby for a little bit i recommend anybody to build a kit because it just teaches you so much you know about like you're not afraid like if you're new to the hobby and you break a diff, um, or, you know, you shred a diff gear or, uh, you know, something, a lot of people freak out like, oh my gosh, I have to take off my A-arms, my shocks, my shock tower, you know, everything about the rear end or front end of the car or wherever, you know, and, uh, people are get discouraged from that. But if you put it together, um, yourself, you know, you learn how that stuff works, how it goes together it's really not that bad. I mean, you know, that's part of the hobby is working on them and maintaining them. And, uh, that's honestly one of the funnest things I think about the hobby. I love working on my cars. It's just fun, you know, throw some music on and, and, uh, do it. But, uh, 
that was probably my best RC experience is building that, that kit. All right, let's take it the opposite way. What has been your worst RC experience? Such as like a crash, explosion, just something didn't go right, something like that. Man, um, actually, I, this one I've got this one hands down. This is this is pretty funny. Um, back, it was probably two thousand two or three. I hadn't had my Emacs very long, and uh, <clears throat> I was kind of started looking at nitros. You know, I'm ta you're talking. I'm like 12, 13 years old. Uh, my grandpa, um, he kind of liked the idea of a nitro. He thought that was cool. And I remember we went to town one day and we stopped by the local hobby shop and he took me in there and he's like, you know, asked me some questions about them. And there was a T-Max sitting on the shelf and, um, he ended up, uh, he ended up buying it for me. Um, we brought it home. He said, we're going to do this together. You know, I'm going to teach you, you know, uh, to take care of it, break it in right. We broke it in together. We did everything together with it, which was awesome. And, uh, I treated that thing like a, queen man I, I you know every time i ran it i pulled it back in you know and you're supposed to you know take the glow plug out put your after run oil in put the you know piston at bottom dead center we did all that and uh so uh you know i kept it really nice well one day i mean i haven't I, it i ran the crap out of it when i first got it after i broke it in and then one day, uh, I was out in my front yard, and my buddy, um, he had a Duratrax Maximum MT. And you're talking, you know, like I said, this is like 2000, 2002 or three, I think, is when this was. And, yeah, he had a Duratrax Maximum MT, and, uh, of course, it was nitro. And uh, we were running my T-Max and it around the front yard. And, of course, again, this is in the time of FM uh, radio. So, you know, we had the big pull-out antennas. Look like we we're going to sword fight each other and stuff. So, <laughs> but anyway, we're out there running them, and uh, his dad was watching, and my grandpa was watching, and we're in the front yard of my grandparents' house, and all of a sudden, you know, we're making laps around these trees, and all of a sudden, my T Max just goes nuts and just stops. It like starts twitching and like everything, and I'm like, "What's going on?" I, I like lose control. Well. About the time I get over to it, it takes off wide open down, like across the yard, hits the highway, takes off, you know, just wide open, engine singing, goes across my grandparents' field on the farm, jumps a ditch, and jump and heads, it's headed straight for the pond, wide open, and uh, it's pretty tall grass, but the truck has so much momentum, it's just like hauling, and runs and jumps out in that pond, and just, you know, of course, instantly dies. And we're all just like, I'm just devastated. I'm, I took off running. I like dropped my remote and just running as fast as I can go. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, my truck is gone. And uh, I look out there and there's like a little oil, like looks like an oil spill in the on the water and the truck's floating upside down. And uh, I grabbed this big long stick and uh, pulled the truck to, you know, to the shore, uh, threw it on the back of the four-wheeler, uh, ran it to the barn real fast, pulled the glow plug out, uh, pulled the air filter off of it, soaked it with WD-40, like just, I mean, a ton of it. And, uh, of course, took the air compressor and was like blowing it off and just WD-40 and everything. And then I'm like turning the engine over with the WD-40. And 
uh, you know, I'm like, none of my servos worked because that was the time before uh, servos were, you know, waterproof. I mean, you could waterproof them, but, you know, I didn't do that. And, of course, my receivers waterlogged. Everything was just bad. Uh, make a long story short, the engine actually did start back up and run for a couple more tanks and it ended up seizing up on me. I guess, I don't know, if, if I'd have, you know, been a little older and wiser and I took the thing completely apart probably and old and lubed everything, all the bearings and everything, it probably been fine. But I think some of that, I, like I said, I got WD-40 everywhere in it, but I just don't think it penetrated enough and it just ended up, uh, bearings went bad, I guess. I don't know. And the uh, engine uh, crapped out on me. And that was an original 25 uh, that that happened on and uh, ended up doing the Traxxas replacement plan got a 2.5 R and um, had that truck for a long time had it had it for a long time ended up selling it for some reason that was stupid I should have just kept it and then anyway now I've got another one but uh, yeah that was a crazy experience you know uh, those radios uh, back then after that happened also I bought a Venom failsafe and plugged into that thing uh, so that wouldn't happen to me anymore, but, um, yeah, uh, good Lord, man, that was, that sucked. I had to have all new servos, uh, went ahead and bought a receiver and new radio, had an Airtronics MX3 on it. It's crazy, the stuff you can remember if you start thinking, but yeah, I can, uh, keep going, but, uh, let's see here. Wow, man, what a crazy story. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty bad. That was, uh, that was cool, though. I like that, that story. That was neat. Uh, so my next question is, what size, scale, slash scale RC is your favorite? You know, like bigger or smaller RCs? Honestly, uh, A-scale is my favorite um, just because I don't really know why. They, I just love the way they handle. Uh, I like the size of them. Um, and, yeah, just A-scale is pretty much what I prefer. All right, Ethan, next question I got for you is... If you had to choose one, nitro or electric, or both. Nitro or electric. That's a tough one. I am a big nitro fan. Um, I've always rode dirt dirt bikes my whole life. Um, I love the the smell, uh, the sound, you know, tuning on, on them. That's fun. You know, I just love that. You know, to me, it's satisfying. You know, I know a lot of people like to plug in the batteries and go rip, and I get that. I do, too. But I also like... Uh, being able to tune on them and uh you know set your own tune and just you know tweak on your it's like a, it's a little miniature vehicle you know you're you're working on it i just think that's a blast so nitro or electric mm, for ease and convenience you know uh definitely electric but at the same time i love my nitros i'm kind of it's a mutual thing I, I like both you know uh for different reasons yeah, man, I agree with you on that. Uh, definitely love a little bit of both worlds when it comes to nitro and electric. So uh, next question I got for you. What is your favorite type of battery connector? What battery connector do you use the most? Uh, XT90, I believe, is what I would go with on that um, because it's... For every for running 6s, which is what a lot of vehicles running nowadays, it's it's perfect. You know, uh, it'll hold all that uh, current. And back in the day, I used to run Deans on a lot of things, but nowadays with the power uh, systems these cars got on now, 
it's a uh, you need something, in my opinion, a little more, a little better than uh, than Dean's. So I, I just like the XT90s. They're they're fun to solder. They're they're not hard to solder uh, at all, and uh, they just they always work really good. They have a firm connection. They're not going to pop loose if you you know land hard on a jump, and they're just secure. I like them. The next question I got for you is, what is the fastest RC you own? The fastest RC you own. I guess it's the Creighton. Uh, I guess, yeah. The Creighton, I guess, is definitely the fastest I own. I mean, my my Nitro Truggy is right up there with it, though. I've got that LRP .32, and I've got it geared with a 15-tooth uh, tooth clutch bell. And it'll, uh, it'll scream, but I still don't... It's probably close to the Creighton. I don't think... I mean, I, I'm sure I could reach the speed of the Creighton with it if I wanted to with gearing, uh, but uh, I think the Creighton's got it hands down. Uh, the, the, I got I got the Creighton out the other day after driving, you know, some other cars, and I sometimes forget how powerful that truck is. It, it is an animal. Uh, definitely recommend that truck. But yeah, um, the Creighton, I think it wins the fastest. All right, the last question I got for you on this series is what will your next RC purchase be? My next RC purchase, uh, that changes so much for me. I, I want so much stuff. Um, it's hard to say. Um, I've been having my eye on some RC helicopters. Um, I really would like to get into that. I think that's something I would enjoy and I love flying my plane. I've got an apprentice, uh, S E plane, uh, be, you know, beginner plane. It's my first airplane and I think after flying that and flying some, I got a Traxxas Aton, some other drones. After flying those, I think I'd really enjoy a, a heli. So I've been looking at the Blade 230S uh, V2, and uh, I think that would be a good starter heli for me. And uh, I could also progress with it and, you know, get it more advanced. But I think that uh, it would be something I could learn on. But uh, I definitely, right at the moment, um, I did see today actually... Uh, that the uh, Creighton V4 is out, and I, I kind of would like to upgrade my Creighton to the V4, but I, it's like a, that's something I don't need to do. I mean, my Creighton does good. It needs new bearings all in it, I think. It's kind of, it just needs a good cleanup right now, but uh, I will probably get my hands on a Creighton V4 sometime this year. Um, but right now, um, I'm probably going to just go through. I've got my TLR uh, 2.0 buggy, um, I'm getting ready to do, uh, new servos <clears throat> and excuse me, new servos and, uh, get that thing tuned up, uh, back running. It needs a couple, like some output or out drives and just get, it needs a few things that are just war on it. I mean, it's an old car, but it still runs great. Um, uh, don't want to get rid of it. I definitely want to run it some more. Um, so I need to do that. I got an updated, uh, radio tray for it and, um, I'm going to put the gen three radio tray in it and. Um, some new servos so uh also i've got a a point 21 uh, no uh, p5 i'm gonna throw in my truggy uh and take the 32 out and put that in my put, put the point 21 in my truggy so that i can uh and i also got to go through my diffs and change all the diff fluid and all that in that truck as well uh for more of a racing setup because i'm gonna there's a track about two hours from me and i'm gonna go uh try to hit that a few times this summer so uh get the truggy set up for race season so 
that's pretty much what I'm going to be doing is uh, <clears throat> going through my cars and getting everything set up like on there that I that I need and I need to get some bodies painted and you know just general maintenance and stuff. So uh, my next RC it may be that heli um, or maybe you know it just kind of will depend. I've got some other things I need to take care of too. So it'll probably be that heli though uh, if I had to guess. Uh, but like I said, I, I got to take care of some. Uh, maintenance on my RCs before I really buy another one right now so that's pretty much uh pretty much it guys uh Todd I really appreciate you having me on the channel and uh till next time guys peace all right guys I hope you enjoyed that uh, new series that I'm going to be doing I'm going to reach out to other YouTubers or RC fanatics and see if they want to come on and uh answer some questions uh i think it's super cool just hearing about uh, people's history people's background in rc and just you know you just get to know them a little better so thank you uh ethan for coming on i really appreciate it you were my very first guest i thought of you when i uh when i started this when i it came to mind to have guests on i thought you'd be a pretty cool uh a guest to have on um besides that i'm gonna go back to my RC collection maybe in the next episode and continue that um, I'm getting close to the end so you know we'll see we'll see how it goes uh, thanks for tuning in and if you want to check out Ethan's uh, YouTube channel it's the uh, Kentucky RC on YouTube and on Instagram it is Kentucky RC my YouTube channel is the RC element in the RC element heli edition also, I am on Instagram as the RC Element and Facebook as the RC Element. So thanks for joining in, guys, and I hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, the RC Element out. <laughs>